0: Hey everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of Wicked Unscripted, where we have unscripted conversations about some of the most popular shows on reality television. My name is Abigail Adams, and I am your host for this podcast. And joining me today, as always, is my good friend Sarah Talks Big Brother. I mean, hey. we say this every we say this every week. We have so much to talk about, and this week it is thanks to perhaps one of the craziest double eviction episodes in big brother history at least u.s history uh which resulted in the elimination of michael who is perhaps one of the best competitors if not the best competitor uh in the show's history
1: so for sure um he (laughs) i mean we would you know i love the stats i'm here for the stats and we've been talking about them for forever um and up until so it was interesting going into Thursday nights because he was either going to break Janelle's total competition record. No, he's already broken the most vetoes for a single season record, but he going into Thursday night, if he had won, he would have broken the all-time competition in a single season record, also held by Janelle. Um, but because he lost, he went out at the same point that janelle did and with her same win percentage so until this loss he actually was up like 13 percent in percentage of competitions won from her and because of these competitions and him losing them he went out with a 50 percent competition win record the same as janelle we love a stats queen we really do (laughs) I love them.
0: I and I love them too. I I'm so I always say this all the time. I am the worst with numbers, which is why I got into writing for my career. But I love having you because you're just like, got it. I just pull it out at your
1: butt. What's crazy, and if anybody like has known me my whole life would know that like numbers were not my thing growing up, like at all. I was an English major. I hated math. Um it wasn't until, you know, I started I grew up and treating my ADHD and everything out that I found out that, no, like, I think I just needed them to be more organized for the way my brain works and, um, like learning more and more about myself. I realized that they really calm me because they're very definite.
0: No, I like that. That's actually a great perspective because I never really thought about it like that cuz I think for a lot of people just to even talk about that briefly like that can be a problem for it's either like your super strength or your like not super weakness, but it can definitely be something that like you're good at everything, it can be your weak spot. So, it's interesting to talk about. Um, but yeah, so Michael, this was this was one of the biggest roller coasters of an episode. I mean, we watched the second half of this live this double eviction was just... I couldn't breathe, I don't think, for half of it. Like, uh, But we'll, we will get into that later, because what's hilarious is this whole week and episode <laughs> started with Michael being HOH. <laughs> so it's kind of just like... we We talk a lot about people going from the bottom to the top, but this is quite the opposite. And we do see this a lot from time to time, where you go from the top to the bottom. So...
1: I, mean, I don't think anything about this week was a surprise. No. But it was Agreed. because this was like the most likely outcome going into this week. I think it was just right. a disappointment. Yep. Because we all wanted to see the win. We all wanted to see the record being broke. We all wanted to see him like pull through this as the underdog going into this double elimination. We said when he won last week's veto, like, yes, he's at a point now where he has to win. But it was scarier for him to win this last one, knowing going into the double that that was a least like less likely win for him.
0: Yeah. Um, And he knew, you know, he he had been pegging this week as a double eviction week all week. He really had done the work to put himself in what he thought was going to be the best position to go out. Um, or not to go out, but to go out into a double eviction and then compete in it, Um, not go out. He didn't want to go (laughs) out. (laughs) No, he did. No, I'm kidding. Uh, But that's just, I think one of the interesting questions, and usually we save the questions for the end, but one of the interesting questions is like, do you think he made the right move? We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but something for people to ponder on, um, because this HOH may or may not have been make or break, when you, as we discuss it about how this, uh, double eviction went down. Um, so HOH competition, as we all talked about was Zingbot. It was a Zingbot puzzle. I don't know how we didn't have time for this on the air to be no, honest with you. No, it was
1: the puzzle that Caitlin lost live.
0: Yep. It was quite literally the same, not the same thing, but it was the same thing. Like,
1: this now shouldn't, yeah. I will say that I did enjoy hearing Michael's strategy about this puzzle um, where they were talking about the, the odd shapes of the pieces and that um, he, he was kind of like trying to figure it out as he was running the puzzle pieces down. So they were double-sided. The image was not the same on the front and the back. And I feel like a lot of people were focusing on the shapes Whereas Michael was focusing on the shapes, but looking at the image, too. So he could have a feel for what the bottom of the image was up to the top of the image. So that that's pretty cool. Like, I always love when they break down, like, their strategy for things like that. But, man, he, like, it wasn't even close. Wasn't well, that was going to be close. what I was going to just
0: say. Like, it, he blew them out of the
1: water. Like,
0: they were looking at him as he was getting right, like, as he was putting those last pieces together. And they are like, why am I even
1: trying? Like... <laughs> Like, should I even bother? I mean, Monty said <laughs> on the feeds, he's like, at one point I looked down at Michael and he had the base and I looked back at my puzzle. And then when I glanced back over at Michael, he's done. <laughs>
0: it's so frustrating. Um, so not for, not. it would be if you were like, not frustrating in the moment for Michael fans. It's more frustrating if you were a competitor and you're just like, it's so defeating because you look at that and you're just like,
1: like, like I never even. i just putting
0: this. Yeah. I just, I just started.
1: How? Like I would, I would be honestly. I'd be the same way. Where I just feel like. I oh, mean, God. after that competition, God. it really became clear that Michael did not have any weak points. He didn't have any. Um, there was no weakness in his game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel <laughs> like that we can get into it later, but I feel like that kind of went into some production thoughts mm-hmm. with this next competition that we'll see. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um so his nominations ended up being Terrence and Alyssa. Not really entirely surprising. Um apparently they were surprising to Terrence. <laughs> I mean, I guess a little bit to Alyssa, too. I think she was just more hurt than anything. Um, She was in tears after the nomination ceremony Uh, while Terrence was just on the war path. He was just like, I need to. He uh, remember we were talking. He was like at one point talking about calling a motherfucking second house meeting. Yeah. Be like, I want to re-air these comments. And it's like, uh, you do realize you just you were the person specifically who initially called them out for using this for gain.
1: Yes, right. And we're talking about like
0: free- Kyle Cookout comments, by the he way. He essentially
1: wanted to remind Michael, and I'm just gonna call I'm just gonna say it for what it is. He wanted yes. to remind Michael of what Michael did last week and that as a black man he owed him safety.
0: Pretty much. Um, and that's something I think he tried to test the waters a little bit before calling the house meeting when he had that mm-hmm. conversation immediately after, and he was just up there and I find it hilarious in his exit interviews. He's like, I don't know if I was threatening people with poisoning the jury, but it's like, that is quite literally what you were doing. It's exactly what that, you're doing. Yes, He yes. went up there and he's like, I will tell the jury things. You do you want me to tell the jury these kinds of things. I don't know. I don't yes. know. Please
1: leave the house and talk trash about the person that sent you out of the house, because I guarantee you it will have the opposite effect as what you want it to have.
0: Well, and I just think it's hilarious because uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the episode, Tyrants is one of the is one of the two people that goes home this week. <clears throat> I think it's hilarious that it's Terrence going out and then Michael following and like all these ideas that he said because he he was that was not the only person he threatened with poisoning the jury. He also threatened Taylor with that as well. Yes. And it's like, oh, if you think you're even going to try that now with Michael in the house you're kidding yourself like yeah. is he is he probably still salty that she didn't vote to keep him yes but is he gonna let him like do the poison the jury thing because he literally got wind of it already i can't imagine he would at least in my opinion yeah so that's I, my I, little rant uh... he's there's so many other terrence comments to talk about
1: too so many <laughs> so Fuck many. that means. so <clears throat> so yeah, i made was- a promise on my twitch stream on thursday that we would not go easy on Terrence today, no. And I don't plan to. Yeah. Now, for time purposes, but I, I, I have plenty. We have plenty. <laughs> um. Well, one of the other big storylines this week,
0: outside of like the whole double eviction and blah blah blah, was Brittany just, just obliterating her game.
1: Just <laughs> oh, it was so painful, <laughs> Abby. It was so painful to watch and it's like we do what we do we have to pay attention to the feeds we have to like transcribe these and talk about them and i've never i wanted to turn the feeds off so bad because cringe it was so hard to watch like girl what are you doing
0: she realized too she realized way too late excuse me Um, She realized way too late, but she did realize, I'd say about, what was it, two days in, that she was like, oh, I might be going a little harder than I should be. And then she started getting anxious about it because she was kind of getting confirmation from um, the other house guests just based on vibes that that's how it was going. And she was just like, she, at one point we watched her have at least a a, a little panic attack where she had to ground herself. Um, and no one wants to see that. Like, and I, I just want to clarify, like, it's not like, Oh, she deserves it, but it's like, it just, it came from her getting so nervous. She really did what, <clears throat> excuse me. I apologize for clearing my throat when <laughs> I'll mute myself in a sec, but, um, uh, it's kind of like what Kyle did, um, just in a little bit of a different way. It's just she's been so paranoid about going on the block, being a nominee. And this is like one of the things that you see that when people get panicky, even just the thought of being a nominee and not even and, like being like this bigger targets on the block, they're probably the target, you know, and, and I'm all handle for the I, idea of being on the, the game.
1: block. Like, people could in the house and they get too scared to actually, like, fight for safety. And they're like, I don't want to come off like I'm playing too hard, so I'm just going to, like, stay chill. No, like, fight for your life. But fighting for your life is not throwing literally every piece of information you have out there and every single person besides the person you're talking about talking shit about them. Like, you don't walk into a room with person A and talk about person B and C. Then walk in the room with person B and talk about A and C. Like, Mm -hmm. pick your person... Pick pick who has like the most power outside of the HOH. Like people will just go straight to the HOH and that looks shady. No, you need to talk to the person who has the HOH's ear because they all have it. And if you go to that person and like lay some groundwork, that's the best way to get genuine favor where it doesn't seem fake. It doesn't seem like you're just campaigning. You're... You're working on getting information to the HOH room without you just fleeing up there and word vomiting everywhere,
0: well, and it's just all of all of her comments, so um it was one of them started with her making a final two deal with uh, or attempting, I believe I can't remember if it actually was something that he agreed to or not, but with Turner when she was spilling the beans about um, the All girls Alliance that Alyssa proposed. <laughs> she's just like in the in the bathroom that's the scene that we saw um on the episode where she's just like an old girl or i can't remember how she said it she was like oh familiar similar characteristics yes yes i would say that would be how she was suggesting things work and it's just like so it started with that was really the domino that started this chain of events um and it's also something so when we talk about michael's eviction speech in a little bit later um this is something that he outed that she was making deals all week with every single person in the house. I think Monty was the only other person that he, he, she didn't make a deal with, um, um, if I remember correctly. It was Turner Final 2, Taylor Final 2, and Alyssa Final 3, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just so, she threw out so many different freaking things. It's just... With people that she really hadn't talked to like this before. Right. And I don't
0: understand. I, it just the, the, There's no game logic to it. And I feel bad
1: because, again, I want to cycle back to... Uh, and let's be honest, if she would just kept her mouth shut, and again, I'm all for gaming, but you need to get into other people's heads. If I'm not saying she should have cried on the feeds about what Michael did the whole time, but girls should have gotten pissed even if it wasn't genuine. Definitely shouldn't be screaming things like, this is for you, Michael, but we'll get to that in a minute. But... <laughs> the girl but michael did her a favor and let let it be like we'll get to that in a minute i'm just saying the girl's doing way more than she has to because somebody already did all this work for her
0: no and i it's like and she has at least some acknowledgement right that she's like yeah i know i've been riding coattails i know that like that was part of the conversation that she had with with turner she's like i have to try and talk about how do i separate my game how do we separate game right now um between myself and michael and like if i'm gonna get to the final two and she's kind of doing that in in a in a in part to be like oh aren't i a great person to take because i don't know if i can separate michael's game from mine you know it's kind of supposed to be that little bait i don't really know if it's good bait but it's bait nonetheless that she tries to throw out there for them um but at the end of the day, this ends up all this ends up getting back to Michael, and Michael's already pissed, and he's pissed. I believe it was Turner that brought it back to him as well.
1: Um like she was fucking safe, man. I just She was safe.
0: That's really what so it to go back to it, too. It's kind of like what Kyle did is sh- and when he shot himself in the foot out with Dyerfest. Like, there was no chance of Kyle going home. He was no. just obsessed with Alyssa not going home. Um, and maybe she was going home like Terrence allegedly suggests (laughs) but not that he allegedly suggests but we'll get to that um it's it's just frustrating to watch somebody make the same mistake that we just watched somebody else make right um and it's like for us if you're gonna be in and out of the feeds and it's not gonna be like, your whole life literally sitting there and you're not living this, like, it's understandable to miss those kinds of social cues, but that should have been something that she picked up on. That Kyle's miscue was panicking when he was getting ready to be put on the block and doing anything he could do to avoid it, even if it meant sinking alliances, you know what I mean? It didn't mean because it's it was about the lack of work he was willing to put in if he was nominated, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you fight for yourself, and no one's saying don't fight, but, like, throwing certain allies under the bus is a line for me that I think is. I think
1: people, especially casuals or people who don't live in the feeds or aren't like super into the show, forget like, okay, so I need to get this person to trust me. And the only way for them to trust me is if I give them information. Now throughout the show as throughout your summer, if any future BB house guest in there, um, out there, but it throughout the summer, people are going to say something to you and you're going to know that they mean it one way. But they're not going to clarify it. They might make a com, a com- uh, like a comment about, oh, like so-and-so is great at this comp or super great at comps. So-and-so is absolutely a shoo-in for the next endurance comp. So-and-so, you know, like they're meaning it as a compliment. They're not realizing what they're saying. But you can then take that information. It doesn't have to be a lie. I'm not saying make up lies about people. But you put it in your pocket. And if you can throw out nuggets like. What makes me, you know, get worried about this person, get nervous is that they, you know, keep talking about how so-and-so is just great at these comps. And I think that they're just planting these seeds to justify targeting that person when I want to work with that person. And that's the kind of shit, because if it comes out, if it blows up in your face, you didn't make anything up. You're right. also not, like, sharing any, com- like, confidential information. That person was complimenting someone in an, uh, a, a conversation and they didn't tell you, like, this wasn't like a storage room keep a secret thing. It it can't, like, the chances of it blowing back in your face are a lot less than if someone confides something in you or is talking game with you and then you turn around and go and spill that or spill every. Secret you ever have, and then make a shit ton of final twos because at this point in the game, people are gonna compare notes. And if your notes check out, they check out. But like, you can. Oh, I just I don't get. This is so messy, and I feel like people yeah. just think I have all of these secrets, and that's my currency. What is that guy from the Hunger Games?
0: Oh, I never watched Hunger Games, so I would not know. But oh, I do know. I do kidding. know the reference. No, I've never seen it. I. <laughs> <laughs> that was during my I am anti-media fa- not media but like I w- didn't want to watch anything popular I was like no so I, oh my God. Okay,
1: I don't remember his name but he was like he had all the capital secrets oh yeah. I don't
0: know the guy's name but I do know who and you're and he used it as
1: currency like that's yeah. the shit that's the person you want to be in the big brother house mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and you don't want to just like go and blow your whole secret wad as a last ditch effort, when it's you definitely don't need like you're safe, girl. You're safe. You're not going anywhere right now. So what? What? What is you doing?
0: Like, and she was actually per, perhaps the safest person in the house. Yes. Like what she did is like, and that's I to bring it back to the, the the thing. It's exactly what happened to Kyle. Kyle was the safest person in the goddamn house because people actually weren't targeting his well, technically, in the backyard. <laughs> but still and well and even when he got back well when he got back in things were different but um before the backyard too he was still in an incredible position maybe not the best but if if he was always in the top three best positions in the house for at least the last several weeks leading up to that and that's what frustrated me with kyle and i was like "Mm, shot yourself in the foot you literally couldn't like handle being on the block because you're so freaking insecure like And I'm not saying, again, you can fight for yourself, but there's a line you have to know when, like where that line is that you don't cross. Because, like, you're still playing a social game. And, like, when you panic, it's because it's fine to even still do tons of work, but it can't come off panicky. It can't come off, like, running to this person, running to that person, na-na-na-na. Like, think about it i think people miss the aspect of living in a house like and they just think about it as like survivor where it's a game and they're like i have to run to this person it's like or you could just wait until like this conversation is able to come up and like you just casually are able to bring it up and almost maybe have that person start it themselves find a way to get this conversation going and have them say kind of the things you want them to say ahead of time so then you can kind of walk in with what you want to suggest and whether it's throwing out an alliance throwing out somebody that you want to get put on the block take off the block there are so many different things that you could be talking about but it's like these conversations don't always need they can be blunt if you need a blunt conversation totally cool but I think what she was doing was having these blunt conversations in way too many ways Mm -hmm. with far too many people. And it's, again, fine to have mini-game conversations, but it's more about the slyness in the... Like, think about you're living in a house. Think about that. Not living on Survivor Island and I have to do this. (laughs) Like, it just feels like there's a disconnect with some people. Um, But sometimes, again, I think it just comes down to insecurity. Um, Happened with Kyle, and I think it happened with her. Um, Michael even got annoyed, by the way. Like, (laughs) Um, And he expressed that... Uh, whether it was on his own but even um, when Turner was kind of spilling the beans and at one point uh, Turner Monty and Michael were kind of well all seemingly on board with this all guys alliance to move forward this was mainly like Turner and Monty trying to use Michael as a shield because when Turner found out about the proposed all girls alliance he's like well if we're gonna do a gender split right now we got to make sure we have Michael on our side. because, Like if he's going to just go with Brittany and Taylor who have been his allies, we're f- like, we're screwed. Uh, I don't know why I didn't say it. we're fucked. I don't know why I would center <laughs> myself on my own podcast. Um, it, like they, they definitely. In- when Michael ended up coming out of the house, he said, you know and i don't know how much of it is true or if he was just kind of going back on it because he was mad about what happened and we'll talk about what happened but he eventually was like yeah no i wasn't serious about it i wasn't actually serious about working with them like right. i only wanted to use it as a shield but i don't necessarily think that's also a lie because i think he did just want it to get through this and after this he was slitting any throat that he needed to I oh mean, absolutely You don't kind of have to at this point i feel like it's bad to say but like you have to keep your allies close, but like, it's like, keep your friends close and your enemies closer at this point, though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how it works. So let's move on, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, to the veto competition. Uh, and this is everybody's favorite BB comics. Um, so let's talk about a couple of them.
1: Oh, my God. They are. Some of
0: them are great. Not going to lie. I have very mixed reviews. I'm giving them like a failing grade because some of them are just so goddamn bad. That I just couldn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and maybe not a failing grade. i give them a D, though. Because some of these are just not good. Uh, but we'll start with my... F- I'm glad they started with this. Uh, gotta thank uh, EW Entertainment, we- Entertainment Weekly. Excuse me. I can't say words today. Uh, for getting this actually ahead of time. And we got to see these within, I think, like 24 hours of uh, the episode airing. So this was kind of fun. Um, so first one was Pataylor Chip. Um, and okay. her everybody's freaking out.
1: I really liked the, um, how they, the comic characters made the appearance in the DR. I thought that was cute. Yeah.
0: I thought that was cool too. And like, that's, that's when I liked the animation. I know earlier in the season, I was ragging on the, uh, the, what was it? The, the, mushrooms comp i don't know what it was called but i, it was I am on mind. an island
1: i fucking loved that comp it's not even that i dis. it's just it felt
0: not just the like comp. the drs I were liked so... the cheesy- we're gonna
1: do cheesy corny i liked the dr oh. thing i liked the tripping balls <laughs> yes. i hey. don't know i was into it i was into yeah, it we, we agree
0: on so many things i think it's okay when we don't agree right. on no. like one thing <laughs> you know it's not the end of the world <laughs> so i have to remind myself of that sometimes i'm like jesus christ but anyways um um so yeah so first i love taylor chip um if i remember correctly on twitter on twitter on tiktok i've already ranked these so i'll go through them if i change them i change them but i gave this a nine i'm sticking with a nine um i will say uh i didn't like the caption and then everybody pointed out that there's a massive typo in there so it's just like oh, oh yeah it's she.
1: she's s-h-e-s apostrophe s
0: but one the, bite
1: and she, she,
0: she's is she's is ready to fight <laughs> um but it was one bite and she's ready to fight um i already docked when i was making my video before i even saw the typo i already docked a point because i thought like you had this perfect it was perfect and that was just so lame like i just felt like that just kind of killed it and made it fall flat like it wasn't bad because at least it rhymed yeah but i wasn't Entirely. I mean,
1: I didn't catch it at first, so I can't be too mad at it. I hope they fix the typo before they give her her take-home copy.
0: Um, they better. No, you know they should give her a a version of both. They should give her a real version. They should give her a version of the typo one and be like, "You got the typo." Yeah. (laughs) how much that could go for.
1: Yeah, it's like a chase edition of a Funko Pop.
0: I would die, actually. Um, I would cry. Um, so next up is uh, Michael's, and this was co- the copycat. I hated this one. Why? I, I thought there were so many other things they could have done, and I just felt like, and I, oh, don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody to like feel like they can't love if I hate one. <laughs> it's like, don't get me wrong. I did not like this one. I just felt like, like I didn't really get why they were going to do copycat like is it just because of janelle and it again because the tagline is his army has nine lives too bad you don't and then it's just all about and i know i
1: think i think it's because he is the crazy cat guy all he does is talk about his cats that was a big thing big part of his personality going into the house that they emphasized a lot that he was the cat guy where's the I forgot cat shirt though I forgot um, about it, and though. then the fact that he does seem to have nine lives in here in this house so like <laughs> Yeah, I think it was very fitting. I think it was clever because it was a huge personality trait of his without, like, throwing any of his game under the bus because he's still in the game at this point and playing on, like, that veto competition king kind of status.
0: You know, that is not actually a horrible perspective because i wasn't necessarily thinking about it like the things we know about the people who are evicted versus like because like you can just drag those people through the mud especially pre-jury you can drag them drag them you know like
1: um so that's a good
0: point i didn't really think about that so all my initial ones were gut reaction that's a great that's a great point I'm, it's still not my favorite but to that I'll, I'll definitely raise it to a five out of ten i just I, it's still not my favorite i feel like there were other things they could have done
1: and the artwork on his was incredible the artwork,
0: i'm looking at it right now and it is yeah. it, the artwork is pretty spectacular um they put a lot of detail in these cats and it made i i'm not gonna in lie if you face. love that. oh i'm gonna take a quick screenshot because i have oh i have the cat head right above yours <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is so funny i have okay, i'm looking at it too but like yeah the yep. i have them all saved in my phone and i like the detail in his face is really good too
0: i love so i think the artists for the most part hit
1: really really well with it's how like, they drew them four different ones they use this year right
0: yes yeah um i think it was yes so, uh, that's copycat B. Okay. So then the next one is Alyssa's, this one, this is an absolute one. I d- I'm not taking it back. I don't want to hear anybody tell me why it shouldn't be a one. She even said she doesn't go shopping. So hers is yeah. mall. First of all, it doesn't make sense to me because it just sounds like you're saying Melissa.
1: Yes. It's just, it's immediately like just a play on her names. Now, my thing is is that I don't know what I would have used for hers
0: I know. because she
1: hasn't given us anything. And the there just be somebody staring has, like
0: this. <laughs> what? And I if don't she know. did
1: something with a pool floaty or and then like the floater <laughs> or something like that, again, she's still in the game. So we're getting into like game attacks and we have to be careful there. That's a really good I feel good point. like if she had been out of the house, we might have seen a pool floaty thing or at least a butterfly reference. Yep. But That's I feel like point. when she's still in the house, any play on the word floater, floaty... But they could have done have something like just...
0: a ghost, like, because she's been doing nothing but just floating around the house, like, right. with but no even alliances. Though this is Zingfest like... week,
1: I don't think... Uh, oh. I don't think it would have gone over as well had it been, like, an attack on her game.
0: I do agree. I think you're right. It's just... But she looks incredible in the, com- oh, in the comic. Oh, my God. Uh, those Those... Her boobs look amazing. Yeah, her they do. Look amazing. I was she trying to not to say that in a talk. disrespectful way. And and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way because I actually genuinely love it. I just wanted to make sure it didn't come off that way. Cause no. she fucking amazing. No, they look
1: they look <laughs> awesome. Um no, but I hated that this was just like we have nothing for her. So I gave it what's one. her name? Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa. uh Ma, Ma, Ma Malissa. And like I don't done. I don't get it. Like You just
0: you cool. already you just gave it right there though. It should have just yeah. been uh lissa like oh, yeah. uh, where'd you go yeah there you go <laughs> like oh lissa <laughs> uh whatever um i don't know if you're you have any rankings but mine was a one for that um yeah i yeah. I needed it a one I can't. no right, the next...
1: because those boobs look great
0: so next is monty um as the count of monty twisto okay the, the super fan in me love
1: this though low-key like again they have nothing this doesn't mean anything to him it's not specific to him. However, if his name is Monty, Monty Cristo, Monty twi- Cristo, 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 What rhymes with Christ? Chris, twist. Okay, twist. And then whatever. But like, I liked all the little. Oh, um, I love it. Twist. So, Eric, Eric, and Eric, our baby Eric makes a makes an appearance. I'm looking nice. at
0: him in a face, and I love him, and it just makes me so happy. Like we ugh. have
1: the coaches, we have Team America, but we even have the big ass flop I was talking about just weeks ago in the Tree of Temptation.
0: Though, can we talk about? Can we, are you looking at these? Can we talk about Dan right now? Dan, that is not what Dan looked like. No, that and is, no, that, is that is not that is not what Dan I'm looked like. It like, was a twig. <laughs> like they got Derek. They got Derek on point. Yeah, like that that was perfect. And I, so Derek, then I Frankie Danny. So Derek was actually one of the first people because when I saw Team America, I was like all excited. And then I looked right over to the coaches, and I was like, "But that doesn't look like Dan." No. <laughs> Anyways, I, and that's I supposed
1: to be Brittany, right?
0: Um, I believe so. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, Not Janelle, but like also like then they should have changed the heights a little bit because Brittany is not that tall, and I don't
1: mean that in a mean way.
0: <laughs> but Dan's not that short. Babisha he's not short, tall, but he's not that
1: short. Um we have that I, Pandora's box. Love it. So y'all do remember the good twist. Y'all could bring them back. Um, I <clears> Hacker. I liked BB hacker twist again. Why the fuck is the tree of temptation on here? Just cause it's so iconically terrible, but
0: I, I think it's cause it's just an easy little background to throw in there. Cause they, what's the cityscape really
1: <laughs> just that's true. That's
0: true. Bullshit. Um,
1: and then what's the van, the RV for? Um, is it just like the BB,
0: like can't BB. Like I think that's all I can imagine it being is just can't be B, because there was no RV twist. It was just like,
1: yeah, I don't that, know. that I can think of. I don't know.
0: Well, if you guys think about it, you can email us and let us know. Um, we always love hearing about that. What so I
1: gave this. I gave this oh, a seven. He's got a big brochella hoodie on
0: so i'm gonna give this i originally gave this a seven i think i'm gonna up it to an eight because like you said i wasn't necessarily thinking about it being like you can't out their game and i was like this doesn't make sense i still don't really think it makes sense so i'm only keeping it at an eight but god this is this is so brilliant
1: i just realized what's around his neck i just zoomed into it it is the um coin of destiny and it says room on it
0: I just, oh,
1: you smarty pants. It says Coin of Destiny and then it has high rollers on it. And and he's got a big brochella. If
0: he wins, if he wins, if he wins. He also has the ring on. If he wins this game, this is going to be such a wild thing to look back on. Because that is like, that that there around his neck is a foreshadowing that
1: he wins.
0: I'm not saying he wins. Uh, We don't know, but I'm just saying boy
1: i'm gonna make a pretty bold prediction on today's episode we just haven't gotten to that point yet we will get there um, but he has the ring too the um the ring from
0: oh i didn't even notice that either good for you look at you catching all these little things and we're looking at these pictures as we're talking now that's so good car i'm into it <laughs> i love this we're sleuthing so yeah um, and his, by the way, his little tagline, I also wasn't a huge fan, so I docked a point, was no fits, just old twists. Like, or no fists, just old twists. It's like, eh. Could have done better. Okay, So, I give it an 8. I think this is absolutely one of the best concepts, if not the best concept they have for the season. I mean, rivals Poe Taylor Chip, which, that was great. So... <laughs> um, that's the, so yeah, I'll go with an eight on that. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I'll give his, yeah, I'll give his a, a seven or eight. eight. Um, it's not, not good for him, but I it, I was thrilled to see all the stuff in there.
0: Agreed. All right, next is Brit Flea. <laughs> This This is the one that Twitter was talking about for days on end before we finally got Wednesday's episode. <laughs> like...
1: Okay. Her face is incredible, though.
0: It is. It really is. Um
1: I just wish they put more detail into the rest of the comic. I feel like well they're showing scale and I think that's for that. True. It's pretty cool. Um I I've got to rank this one high only because well, I'm ranking it low because they are they gave the house guest a little bit too much to work with for a, for somebody who's still in the house. Um but I also want to rank it high because it did give us good feeds when, like it, it, it started great. a lot of co- good conversations. <laughs> oh, it was literally just like
0: why? That's literally the conversations. is just why was she Brit? Why was she Britflea? And then people talking like a lot of times starting with someone like Alyssa being like why, and then everybody being like, mm. <laughs> here's five thousand reasons. <laughs> Yeah. It oh boy, it was great. But so yeah, Britt Flea, headach in charge. Um I I gave this, I think originally, either a seven or an eight. I'm sticking with it. I think I think it's great. Um I'm gonna
1: go with a four. Ooh.
0: I mean, I think it matches your criticism. So Yeah. <laughs> can't can't argue with that, but it's still just even just going through this, and we're about to hit some more duddy comments uh comics I, I said this multiple times when i was making my video too i kept on calling it bb comments and i'm like why <laughs> stupid <laughs> um so next was
1: terrence
0: uh, uh, dj to snow time it's dumb lame so lame just like him eats are super chill Ugh. vomit everywhere I originally gave it a good score cuz I was like at least they like didn't pull something that was something like totally just non-meaningful, but it still was non-meaningful. So, I'm I'm lowering my original score of 6 down to uh between a 3 or a f- I'll go with a 3.5 cuz I can't decide between 3 or 4. So, I'll go 3.5.
1: I'm giving this one a 1. <laughs> But no, I'll raise it. I'll give it a two, only because they didn't use a crock pot as a reference in here.
0: Thank you. Do know if he wasn't out that there was a chance, though? Like I, well, actually, I don't know if there was, but if they did it, that would have been a whole bunch oh of yikes. So excited
1: for the next one.
0: All right, are you ready?
1: Yeah. Oh wait, are
0: you talking about Turner?
1: Yeah. The <laughs> Ronald. Okay, I was gonna. <laughs> I have so,
0: so much, much. <laughs> so literally. Much. I I okay. I was I was just making sure because also I can't wait to get to Josephs. That's why I was like wondering if it was that. <laughs> it's like <No>.
1: Turner's.
0: <laughs> um, okay. Turner's is rug of war. He's tufted his nails.
1: So because he owns a rug shop, so cute. Love the concept. That's awesome. I would actually have zero problems with this comic had it not been for the drawing. Now, no shade to these artists. You guys are incredibly yeah. talented. But one. Why the fuck does his face look like that? The Everyone's nose is faces so, look so great. Bad. And you, like what's going on with his eyes? I don't know. Why does his face look like that? I Okay, making him all dirty, hilarious. Love that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but why are we sucking this guy off with a rug gun? Because the placement of this gun in juxtaposition to the victim at play here. Sorry, that's that is poor placement. What what are we doing here?
0: It's really bad. Like, it's in the nether regions. If you need some context, it, it's by his dick. It's literally like it, it looks tra- like it's sucking yeah. up his dick in balls.
1: What? Yes, and oh, and with so when you add that to this <clears throat> creepy ass smile they put on his face, I mean, I'm just saying, like this is the n- shit of nightmares. And like it also kind of makes him
0: negative. Kind of makes 20. him look like a villain. Um, I gotta say, no, d- he doesn't
1: have a villain smile on. He's gotta like, I love. My well, life. and
0: I don't disagree. I think it's that's what makes it weird. Is he has the happy smile, like he, like I love my life. But like then everything around him is it's literally a red background with people in the background already hung up like on rugs and another person that he's apparently working on. But also, if he's working on that person, shouldn't that be lower? Look at the other people. It didn't look. Did he chop off their dicks too? Yeah, like it doesn't look is, like it. But like, did he? It's so
1: bad. <laughs>
0: I gave this a 4 originally. I think I'm going down to a 3. Um I do it's just cuz I did like at least the the name Rug of War. Um I didn't think it was the most clever, but I didn't think it was the worst. I liked Tough as Nails. Um I think that was also probably a little bit of a shout out to their own show, show Tough as Nails. I think there was that was such an easy gimme. There's no way they went yeah. back on that. So <sighs> It's
1: unfortunate. I'm giving it a negative 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that um the
1: color next. opposite of the next one
0: All right well this one this one sparked quite the conversation on social media so let's talk about reptile
1: Reptile crime's about to suffer reptile dysfunction. Oh
0: boy okay I'm just giving my number right now and then we'll just talk about it. I gave this a nine just because I thought they should have called it reptile dysfunction and just thought of a more creative, like subtext or a uh, uh, catch line, head, whatever, a catchphrase. Um, but I still love it. So I'm not judging. It's just that's the only reason I give it a nine.
1: I'm giving it a 400. <laughs> <laughs> the shade that went into this, I love it so much. We are really talking about like his legacy will forever be something that will mortify his mother. And I, I just, no matter what he goes back to, no matter what he does after this, Uh, No matter what it is, that will be his BB legacy. That will be the thing. You know what I mean? Like, Big Mish. People don't talk about, like, she's Big Mish. Like, this will be his. Yep. And, um, I mean, that and, you know, that he's a racist, but. um,
0: (laughs) Well, also the ass that they gave him in this comic. That ass, though. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, I've not looked at an ass in a comic so long and i'm like but why but why why give him that ass that ass (laughs) and the dong is so long is that an indication of things we missed no but i don't want to go there um (laughs) i'm not saying i thought so (laughs) but i had to raise that because so many people were asking about that um i know you and i both got a comment on different videos from I think the same user being upset that um, they even bothered to do rep Kyle's uh, little tagline. my line. girls?
1: My they my kids are watching. It. First of all, what, it's an adult show. If your ki- first of all, uh, yeah, I don't care. You, you, where were where was this? Uh, where was this? Whenever they talked about Kyle being horny for three days on the pre- edited episode. Second of all, if your kids get this joke, then they're too old for you to be being caring about it.
0: Well, if they're too young to get it, though, and they get it, then you have a serious problem of parenting there. So it's either it's either they're too.
1: No, like I'm not going to shame anybody. No, that's a good point then. Yeah, like that. It's a normal medical thing normal body thing whatever but like don't act cbs for you like they're not in charge of parenting your kids it's like people coming after Nicki minaj for putting out a latest album nowhere on her album is it labeled for children like that's on you boo like you are as the parent you are responsible for what your kids watch the product production companies are not responsible to produce content for your children so like get the fuck out of here with that Second of all, I don't think that was the issue at all. I genuinely think those are his like pearl clutching, his mama's friends. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want anybody talking to, like, they're upset with CBS for doing their Kyle dirty and they just need something to bitch about.
0: Yeah. They need to come to, and I know we're not the only pages facing bullshit with people just before, during, and after. Well, maybe not before because there was no before, but during and after this whole kyle shit i mean it's still going on you know yep. like people will not let up there are videos from weeks ago that when we first talked about it that people are finally digging up and they're le- not finally digging up but they're like going through and they're like about this i've kind never of stuff. been like,
1: so like gung-ho with my block button before and it's very funny either oh my god and i
0: tell people i will not block just if we are having a conversation, at this point, it is straight out of willful ignorance. If you are yeah. choosing not to have a thoughtful conversation, I'm not going to bother. It's my page. I will do what the fuck I want. So, right. So, yes. Um, next up is one of my favorites. Now, I hate the name. Don't wait, get me wait, wrong. Wait. Shh.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, do you want to keep going? No. Oh, it was just—I was skipping right over. You,
1: Josephs, was your favorite?
0: Oh, just so I hated the name, but the shredded abs are just okay. Like, yeah, that's all I was gonna say. So in my video, I was like ten. Next, like, like I know everything about it is honestly not that great. Oh, those abs! I am just—I think they did his
1: face kind of dirty, but his. Yeah, they gave his brows like over-tweet. That's giving over-tweezed eyebrows for me. Um, I don't understand. Like, I see the fight scene for the one guy that he's doing like the uppercut to. The other one looks like he's just twerking.
0: Go look at his crotch. I'm sorry. Go. Look I at see his it. Oh
1: my um, god. Um, but like the, the, <laughs> the guy, the guy in in the with the speedo thing on. Like he just looks like he's twerking. He doesn't look like he's getting his ass kicked. Oh my god, it looks like he's like breakdancing. <laughs>
0: he doesn't even <laughs> Yes. It's literally it. Oh my god. Somebody was having a fever dream when they were when they were trying this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I gave it a ten. I'm gonna knock it down to a nine. It is not perfect, but um Yeah,
1: I'm gonna give this one a three.
0: It it really is a good I just like I said, I could just look at that I feel like middle portion. That. No, okay. I
1: see what yeah, I appreciate it. However, I feel like we could have done more since he's not in the house now. Like it could have been the care bear. It could have been like the so cuddle true. bug. It could have been, you know.
0: Just nothing that was gonna reference uh Nancy and uh uh Sid nothing like that yeah Nancy and Sid references no but like
1: something like I mean he gave us so much it could have been something having to do with his birthday because that was his like big awakening and
0: well the casuals wouldn't understand but that's their own fault for not showing that because that was one of the most brilliant moments of the season and they didn't get to see it right just atrocious atrocious one of the reasons if you are a casual oh, doesn't always watch it on the
1: podcast
0: i can't what? believe you did either <laughs> <laughs> it's wicked unscripted
1: <laughs> For those of you who are just listening
0: um yeah that was hilarious oh my god um okay so the next one is jasmine as sprainiac i love all it. right all, all right, right. I, I just be- wish i wish the tagline was better I do like muffins, beware, but it just didn't quite like mesh with spraniac. It was too disjointed for me.
1: But, but she I don't give us so much. I know, I know. Those eyes. I'm loving the eyes too. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving the I'm giving the Brittany crazy eyes. Like the <laughs> it's the only thing they didn't do for Britney on her. Uh, comic but they did her kind of dirty with that with Zingbot when they call when they said she had crazy mm-hmm. eyes so uh can't really judge them for I like that,
1: that they added the crutch and then the, it looks like the other legs in a cast like we just have all these compacted things and I'm here <laughs> for that.
0: Yeah, I gave that one I think early I gave it a 6 I'm upping it to an 8. I really appreciate it. Um again, just wish that tagline was better. I feel like some of these taglines were either really really good or really really bad and there was just no in the middle, you know? Yeah. Or maybe like maybe one or two, but really for the most part, not in the middle.
1: I give her this one a 10. I like it. So next is Indy
0: in this uh, the Brazilian waxer.
1: What do we know about Indy? Okay, she's from Brazil. Got it. All right. That's all I need. Thanks. It took none of
0: her personality into perspective, except maybe for the way they drew her like character, because like she looks incredible and it looks like Indy. Oh my god, I love it. Now, I, I will say I do love she's got big wick energy but why can't they get the good taglines with the good names
1: and like everything just right. good? <laughs> like, like I it it. Now you're just being greedy, you know? Apparently fucking so.
0: <laughs> I'm saying it for like the umpteenth time. CBS, yes, you need to hire us. We will do ten <laughs> times better than this. And it will just get so many people riled up. Now, this is... i I thought the art was great on her part and it's not to dig at the artist. it's just again it's like i feel like the art was so sparse elsewhere where it was just kind of like people looking like they were melting and it's like it's cool it looks cool but like
1: spraying them with wax
0: i mean would they really freeze or would they wouldn't their bodies just disintegrate it
1: looks like she's like she's making them like she's spraying them coating them with wax like a candle wouldn't because it be you- hot
0: wax well that would just be my assumption i guess because so i would it, assume it, it would it'd be hot cool,
1: it would cool down like and stiffen them up because the other guys oh. like frozen but they have wicks at the top of their heads They're well and i know i just head.
0: like thought it didn't scientifically make sense but i guess it actually kind of does because like when you do the hand things yeah. i forgot like the yankee candle and i should know i'm from massachusetts that like they do the hand stupid thingies at the yankee candle headquarters so all right i mean that makes makes more sense. Um, I still give this a five. It's not the worst. It's not the best. So I just want to be kind, but I think maybe mm, might be bumping it to a four. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Um next up we have
1: Old McDaniel.
0: Oh god, I fucking hated this one. The only thing Why? I liked is I that it was old. I don't
1: understand it at all.
0: I don't under it's it's his killer veggies will make you scream! E I E I No!
1: No! Like I don't understand it. I don't understand. It. it has nothing to do with anything that he's doing. The door Possibly was wide open. A throwback, like a touch on, like the competition, the pie eating competition he hosted. Maybe that's one hundred percent it. Uh, okay, there's like a turnip or something at the bottom corner that's got some Elvis hair, but. <laughs>
0: Why not make it out? Well, I, well, yeah. I, I won't make that. Yeah, I was going to say I would make that comment. I wanted a know related thing. That makes sense. It's just yeah. Ugh, whatever. Yeah, this was just atrocious. One out of ten. I don't even want to talk about it. Because but just...
1: If I think about it too much, maybe I like it because he's going to hate it.
0: I wish he would give us that reaction. He knows that us haters would just jump on. It
1: because game. as... As a fan of the show, he's going to know that this means they had nothing to give him.
0: Yeah. And he's got to just be like, what did I not give you? Wasn't I this? Wasn't I? Mm." At least, at least, I mean, Nicole's, which we're going to move on to right now, um, was at least a little bit better. Oh, um, I love it
1: so much. So I gave it a low score. Because as far as we know, she's still out there learning, loving and growing um and for that like major props to her but i love love this with the tagline her food is killer because the house guest she was the she is a chef but the house guest hated her cooking
0: yeah they did not like it like i can't remember what they were saying but they would they there was like times she cooked something at the same time monty would they'd be like yeah monty's just has like something like i don't remember how they phrased it but she would just get so offended all the time whenever that would happen he's cooking they loved Indy's cooking. Yeah. It's And it's funny because there is a certain someone that follows me on TikTok that says they were in the final two with her and Nicole, and she is also a chef. And I'm about to try out a couple of her recipes because they actually look pretty damn good. And it's mm-hmm. just like, mm, did you pick the right person? I hope she's listening. If she is, shout out to her because she's amazing. Um, It's disappointing that they had to with Nicole, because like, but I mean, at least it got short order crook, um, yeah. like okay. literally hilarious. Um, I gave it a bad score originally, literally because you know me and misreading just about everything. I read it as just literally a short order cook, and I'm like, that's it, that's all you did. Mm. <laughs> so I think it's way better literally adding a single letter. Um, I just also couldn't they have just done their art though without vegetables? Like, they just did with Daniel's?
1: I think that may have had something to do with it. I, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But because they were a duo, like, uh, if you look at their veggies, Daniel's veggies with Nicole's uh, veggies, they kind of, like, uh, came the universe it. Not
0: okay.
1: Okay. I can see that. I still... Yeah. I'm, I'm probably reading way too much into this, but... And then my last complaint is going to be <laughs> um I do wish they had
0: used some brighter colors for this one. Like I understand like wanting to go with some rotting food and like it wanting to make it look evil, but like I thought this could have looked a little brighter for the concept that I think now now that I'm reading it correctly <laughs> yeah is actually a fantastic concept. Um I'd give this seven eight yeah I'm at an eight seven. I'm at a seven cool well at least we're similarly on the same page mm-hmm. for at least one of them <laughs> um oh god alright we got two more left second to last one is Abira mm-hmm. what the fuck was this
1: I can tell you Um, they had nothing other than she almost won a bunch of comps like second place queen and her name kind of sounds like beer so we're gonna do abira and she's seven percent alcohol 93 percent ass kicker she's not 100 percent ass kicker because she only won like she came in like 93rd percent in every comp she was in.
0: but they do know a beer is like a name right it's like what they did with melissa it's like you're literally creating a name that already exists right right abira is quite literally a name
1: I feel like the 7% just... to 93% was just a dig at like <clears throat> her almost winning comps, but never really winning them.
0: Well, maybe they didn't, they should have just thought about playing with something else. Because this comic doesn't even make sense itself. Then we're talking about Ibira and it's a poker game. They're not That's even not... at a bar. Like, I just, where is the logic in this one? Shh. Negative two. <laughs> Okay, i did not like this one um just god this was she's
1: she's just beat it up she beat she's beating one guy up the guy next to him looks like dr evil and then the other guy on next to him looks he's got a fucking oh god he really up.
0: does damn is the other one abraham lincoln
1: with a monocle <laughs> still at <laughs> a negative two yeah, I don't like you gotta it. Gotta laugh out of me because it's so bad. It's negative two there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. And then the last one is pooch's.
1: Don't make me look at this one again.
0: No, you don't have to. I'm just I'm just gonna talk about it. This is the worst. I'm sorry. It's literally all it is is just the pooch.
1: It's terrifying. Crime's about to get boned. It's the shit of nightmares. And then it's showing him cha-
0: I'm just saying, so this doesn't. I understand where you're going with with it's a clever. Where it's a, in theory, it's a clever um, tagline, but like, ah, about to get boned and then he's chasing a robber. It just, it just, it doesn't put the right thing in my brain. In this, in and just, we have two this comics was, now oh, with these yeah. freakishly
1: long tongues? Like, what's happening?
0: Why? Why? He did I didn't think that that was like a thing with him. Like, it's gross. It weirds me out. In a weird no way. way, I almost feel bad for, and I don't feel, I don't sympathize but for people like, right this here. is just bad. The
1: or this massively giant human head on a dog's body that has I human know. hands.
0: It's genuinely, it's weird. And the, the, do you see the dog in the background geeking the fuck out? Which is like, what the fuck is this thing? Those are human <laughs> like, hands. That are supposed to look like paws. Those, those is. But- <laughs> stop it. <laughs> That's so weird. I just this one's also a negative two. I can't with this one. I can't. It's it's so bad. It's just.
1: I don't have a ranking for it because it's just weird. I don't like it. It's my least favorite of all of them.
0: Oh man! Well, the winner of this competition ended up being Michael. Um, and he another competition. He just killed everybody in. If I remember correctly, I should have gotten this. I one of the few notes I meant to get and forgot to, but I believe he wa- he beat everybody by at least two or three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like another competition where he like if they were running this side by side, they'd be like, well, fuck. Well,
1: fuck. What the fuck? I know okay, what his strategy was like more about his strategy, but that's I mean we could talk about that all day. But I um I who was the war? Like, who was the? Was it Brittany? Who did like the? Who had like the twenty five minutes? Terrence. Of- Terrence. Okay. Terrence
0: was so bad. Terrence just.
1: But then everyone that. else has thirteen minutes. It was really close between everybody
0: yeah. else. But like that's just I think these kinds of competitions make it interesting to see because when you have the H O H comp where it was the puzzle and everybody was blown out of the water and they're like, what the fuck? It would have been interesting to see how the rest of everybody finished. You know what I mean? Um, cause in this instance, we got to see how they would have finished. It would have been within seconds of each other in a lot of instances. Um, so that's why I find that so interesting to not only see that Terrence was so far behind, but then to see how, how far ahead Michael was. Now it wasn't like Michael was setting the record for BB comics by any means, but, um, it was impressive. And, um, with this, this was, record setting and record matching. So he set with this veto win, he set a brand new single season record for most vetoes won with six. So now Janelle has lost the title to that, but not only Janelle, so has Danny Breon's Casey Janelle is the one who said it, but the other people who were tied with her were Danny Breon's from season. And she set that in season eight Casey who set hers in season 20 and paul who set his in i believe season 19 um so a lot of those were also pretty recent so there were two really old records with that two really new ones and michael just blew not blew them all out of the water but uh surprisingly uh surpassed them all um Again, he also then tied Janelle's record uh, for most competition wins in a single season with nine, which is why this double eviction was one of the most. It it really fed into why it was one of the most intense ever, because he was automatically eligible to play in the veto competition with with six people left. There's no choice. And it just made it so on edge (laughs) Um, but part of why, uh, so Michael ultimately decided not to use this veto that he won before the double eviction. And this was not sitting well with Brittany whatsoever. She put up all the red flags before, during, and after. And she was like, no, 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 no. If you don't. And his thing is he did not want to go back on his word with Turner last week when Turner promised that th- the Kyle thing was going to work out and that he, he was like, okay, in, in exchange, I will make sure that You don't go on the block.
1: Um, I don't think, I mean, if you think about, like, how Michael, how much backlash he was getting for the timing of it all. I don't, honestly, like, we're all sitting here screaming, like, take Turner out, take Turner out. But at the end of the day, if he had and gone back on that word, like, he doesn't know that we would have been okay with that. He would have, for all he knows, like, okay, so... I shouldn't have kept it to myself. People already like don't feel great about the timing of this information. So if I promise safety for someone to do the right thing. And then I go back on that, then was any of it genuine? You know, like I'm sure he's got all these thoughts going through his head. So I I respect him um, for making the decision to keep that promise that he did. You're muted.
0: Thank you. I was drinking and coughing. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, I also appreciate the fact that uh, Brittany sought for what it was. Um, and I'm not saying that, like, she had to change his mind, but, like, I can appreciate the fact that she was like, oh, these are the red flags. I could tell you I see this coming. But, like, every it's kind of like if you ever play video games and i'm sure there are probably young people who know exactly what i'm talking about where you play the the games where and i don't know what they're called but the games where you have like you could choose a or b and that's gonna just change the whole direction so it's like if you're at the mall and it's like i'm gonna go buy a you soda and blah 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 or it's yes and it's like that kind of stuff but It's I, like
1: my old ass we had that in book form if you do I, this, I turn remember to page that. thirty-four. If you do this, I turn to page. Those. Well,
0: yeah. and so like like the books, they've changed those into kind of computer games, and it's kind of like how I feel you should how people should view this week, and sometimes the decisions that seem like the smartest and the easiest aren't always going to get you where you need to go. Is it the most respectful way though? It might be, you know, and it's just, it's how things play out, you know? And I just think it's important to keep that in mind when we watch big brother. Cause, uh, it definitely has an impact. Um, so if this was a normal week, we'd be getting ready to wrap up and just do some exit interviews, but we have a whole, whole second week to go through. So we'll quickly wrap up and say that Terrence did not survive the week. Um, I thought what was, and we didn't talk about this, um, and this is going to lead into his horrible comments, which you can dive right into. So he was evicted for nothing against Alyssa. the again, veto wasn't used. they stayed on the block. Um, and in order to try and save himself, he wanted to do this little family reunion thing, and he wanted he wanted to get Monty and Taylor to basically do a smaller version of the cookout and got mad when Taylor wasn't on board.
1: Shocker, because you know that Taylor knows everything you've been saying about her. You're having this conversation with her and trying to get her to give you her vote. Your life is in her hands and you call her a fucking brat. The worst, the absolute worst. Just and then get shocked as fuck when she still doesn't want to vote for you. Like, I'm so fucking sick of this man. And his, delu- like, that women should bow before him. And how dare Taylor have any amount of confidence whatsoever? She needs to know her place. Like, this misogynistic asshole. I have been, no. I, since day one have seen the red flags all over the place every time he opens his fucking mouth it's misogynistic and nasty and hateful and then you have the gall the audacity because if there's one thing that men are not lacking ever it's the audacity and terence right. has it in spades but it's for you to have this conversation with taylor and she's being kind and open and honest with you and saying This is how you hurt me. And I've loved you since day one. And you reminded me of my dad. And it really broke my heart when, you know, you did these things like didn't want me to talk to you at the wall. And after Daniel left and that you were saying all these nasty things about me. And he's just like, you know, like it's a game and you can't be a little brat and take it personal, blah, blah, blah. And then things he's like, why can't we work together? It's you. I'm doing I'm fine. But like you and I have never been able to see eye to eye. And what is it about you that won't let you work with me? Fuck right off, old man. Fuck off.
0: Genuinely. And I think this is actually a good segue for us to talk about, like in his exit interviews, how he just totally changed his tune on how he treated her, like repeatedly calling her my little sister and saying, oh, no, it was just Midwest vibes between us. No, 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 no. One question was quite literally, and this is uh, from Dalton Ross's interview with him from EW, uh, quote, Uh, The question is, you and Taylor never got on the same page this summer. Why do you think that this was? And he said, listen, me and Taylor are both Midwesterners, and we really do love each other. Don't believe what you saw. We do wish we did lock in together, but it just couldn't this season. Are you fucking with me? you had so many opportunities so many opportunities correct no like you were saying she she literally looked up to him as like almost a father figure until like she she found out all the trash she was talking and it wasn't just like saying oh i don't like her she's mean it was literally to the point of basic slut shaming yeah it's disgusting fucking gross and she hasn't heard all of the things that terrence has said she hasn't heard all the things that everybody has said and it's just like she's hurt
1: enough and for coming from Terrence it hurt her it genuinely hurt her to the point of tears <laughs> and she put on this brave face for the other house guests but like she did some camera we've heard camera talks about it. like it broke her fucking heart mm-hmm. this man broke yeah. her heart I also
0: think though that those comments that he was making this will be a good little segue for our jury segment is um, that he's bringing up not only with the house meeting that I brought up earlier where he's like, I want to rehash this and I'm like, you're doing the same thing you criticized Michael for, wouldn't think that's a good idea but then also literally just being like so critical of the idea of a cookout 2.0 and then literally being like, let's do it and I'm not right. saying it's a problem but it's literally like he's not even looking at his actions of how that would, how he has hurt somebody of his of of his own race and it genuinely bothers me because he's just like What that conversation where he's like, why won't you work with me? Why? And then she was looking at him and she's like so then why were you why were you trying to get me out last week after kyle said all of those things
1: that yeah it was another thing too he was talking about you know the black people in this game and blind taylor basically like in a very taylor like way said no no we're not doing this because last week you were campaigning for him to stay over me don't Mm -hmm. bring like our blackness into this now like you exactly you need to sit down
0: he didn't but he needed to
1: <laughs> he eventually
0: sat down but uh he With Julie Chan, and he deserved it mm-hmm. and guess who's still in the house bitch <laughs> i just think it's fucking hilarious mm-hmm. fucking hilarious that she has outlasted every single one of her bullies so far
1: and I, what i find like Again, he went out of the house still being that way too because right. Michael took your ass out. You went out of the house talking shit about Michael and say Michael did the, this, the game wrong and with the timing of it all and all that jazz. And then you tell Julie Chen that you hope to see Taylor out next? Fuck off. Fuck it's off. Just, it's
0: just, the, it's it's like they CBS did everything they could to make it look good for you when you were just trying to get Taylor on board, and you are the one that shot yourself in the foot. Because oh. only the live feeders know the full context of that conversation.
1: It's just like,
0: oh, it's it's Over. genuinely frustrating.
1: So glad you're so, on. Good fucking way. So speaking, speaking of
0: the cookout, cookout comments, let's talk about the jury's reaction to Kyle's comments. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really much, I just want to be clear, it really wasn't much to react to when it comes to Joe and Jasmine entering the jury house with indy there i mean quite literally i was looking for something to be like see how we can balance this quick segment here you can't it's just this was all about kyle i think it was done properly though like i do think like this was it was important to focus on it like well not the whole thing i won't say the whole thing was done properly i mean more of making sure that the focus of this segment was like not supposed to be like sandwiched between lighthearted like segments do i think they could have done a little bit more at the beginning a little bit but i'd love to hear what you think
1: i think um yeah we definitely here's the thing we had more time we mm. had way more time but this mm. was another two-hour episode where they fucking bullshitted us for the first hour Yep. um and we didn't you know they they just did so many fluff pieces and throwbacks to previous weeks or irrelevant segments like we didn't need all of this um and like for example like the britney stuff that's not relevant right now and she's still doing it so why don't you just roll that all into the segment for the next episode when it is relevant yep. um so now i'm gonna have to see that shit two weeks in a row so or two episodes in a row like it's just i'm not whatever that's neither here nor there the time that they did give it to the jury segment um I'm glad they showed it. I could absolutely tell that things were cut out. Oh, um
0: yes. Like, so much
1: was of that was cut out. Um, Kyle, the cuts
0: weren't... They were bad cuts, by the way. Like Very bad. Like, it's so for- you,
1: if you were really listening and you were really paying attention to where, like, they started talking over Kyle and stuff, a couple things that I found noteworthy. One, whenever um, he told him what happened, yeah, we get the big blow-up. Um, Indy saying, like, you have the internet we shouldn't have to educate you that tells me that he was saying that same thing so i'm hoping to grow and learn if you guys could help educate me that sounded like an indie response to that because it it was very out of context it didn't sound it sounded like she was saying we have the internet why are you still racist no right she said we have the internet go educate yourself like yours but the cadence was in yourself like not us and she stormed off So that tells me like she had that reaction to him saying, I want to be educated here in the jury house and blah, blah, blah. Um, They, I wish they hadn't cut that part out because I feel like that is like the most, one of the most prevalent talking points in this whole situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And when situation, like it's more applicable to the outside world and what happens in the outside world. So I feel like, um, I feel like they that that should have absolutely been left it let in Um and they yeah. seem to cut every single time that Kyle started taking up for Michael and Brittany because if you hear um when they're talking about the timing of it all and Michael and Brittany and the timing Kyle says you they let it in but if you're listening if you're watching it you're I think Joseph's maybe talking over Kyle but Kyle's saying like sh- they she no they just try to gut check me three like they came to me three times beforehand to make sure that's really what I was meaning. They didn't want to out it until they knew for sure that's what I meant. And they tra- they came to me three times to check it. And I, it it was, but that's whenever he was starting that segment and then they would just keep cutting it halfway or like, it's almost like they were amping up Joseph's mic over it yeah. um, and just focusing on. The Michael Brittany part of it, like Joseph's oh. reaction to that. Um, which yeah. again, I'm I'm gonna go on record, like it was not okay. Totally. But I feel like Brittany and Michael are getting buried in this edit because CBS is so desperately trying to keep people from talking. Oh, we talked about this in live, and I feel like it's important to talk about on the recorded oh, sure. episode. Um, but that Brittany and Michael are getting so buried in this edit. And this is CBS's way of preventing anyone from speaking out on this shit ever again. Yes. Because Kyle's getting a hero edit and look at this character arc that he did this bad thing and look at his redemption era. And then Michael and Brittany are the ones that forced production's hand to show this. And they are very productions, very upset by it. So they are going to continue to bury Michael and Brittany and emphasize, look how horrible Look how mad everyone is. You should just keep your mouth shut the next time altogether because it's, we're not mad at them for, for we're not mad at them for not saying anything when, uh, when it happened, we're mad at them for saying something now we're mad at them for saying something at all. They should have just kept their mouth shut. And that's what CBS is really trying to dig home that whenever you're going to see shit like this in the big brother house, if you plan on playing, you don't want to get Michael or Brittany. So it's bullshit it's absolute bullshit um and i feel like i could really see that in this jury segment where they were just swooning in on this because we are going to make sure that there are no future michael and britney's in any future seasons because we never want to have to address this ever again
0: yep and i gotta say not saying i'm not taking indy out of it for any specific reason because just besides the fact that we just talked about her but boy jasmine and jasmine and joe's responses
1: i mean yep i mean jasmine's response to was wow you know wait you mean all the black people are just the minorities um and joseph's like i i was true to you guys so i'm the middle eastern kid who got taken out trying to protect you while you were saying that shit that like, killed
0: me that one that is the moment where I got choked up because yeah. it is and it's like you could see the pain it it wasn't just anger I think people like think that anger is automatically pain or pain is automatically anger and it's not and it's like they were both so prevalent in both all of their faces all of their emotions and um, Jasmine's she's like I never talked game with Monty that one I'll tell you jasmine and i'm not trying to like i think she handled this situation very very well because she was trying to be where she was saying like hey i want you to know that i related to you with so much and i thought we connected on so much and this is why i'm upset because how can we connect on so much but we can be so amiss on a topic so sensitive and so important to me as this yeah um and we can talk about what jasmine we've already talked about how jasmine has treated the issue of race in the house to be very honest um and it's like you can you can listen to what we've said cuz there's no need to rehash like we've talked about how she's treated Taylor about it like in how like they had this conversation where Amira was bringing this up and um i think that, i think there was a portion that was a bit of concern but there was still like frustration and it's there's there's been this discussion about colorism um, that I personally, I I think if you can tell right now, I'm trying to be careful how I word it because yeah. it's not that I'm not informed on it, but I don't know if it's my place to totally just be like, well, Jasmine has to feel this way and Jasmine this because it's right. not. It's genuinely not. But I think it's just important to at least touch upon the fact that like um, colorism and stuff is a major discussion in this house as well on top of just racism um so on but to see them have this reaction um i think was important for kyle because he needs to understand (laughs) that it wasn't just hurtful to the people in the house it was it's 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 genuinely hurtful to so many people um i think the one that he i could tell the one that he was most hurt by was joe um (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I feel it's a tough like topic. Segment, it's again. Yeah. I mean I hate, you know, we're we're getting I, I don't want to speak on spoiler accounts, but this oh, stuff yeah. is, it's stop. Just stop. Just stop it and we'll we'll see how things are the next straight segment and we will definitely find out how things really went down. Um After. this is the part of the year where those spoiler accounts Not to name anyone specifically, but uh, they start throwing stuff in there and nine times out of ten, like, I mean, even just as recent as last year, the house guests come out see it and they're like, no, no. That's why so many former house guests have like spoken out and said that account is not true. That's not, none of those. And then they get happen.
0: blocked and then they can't communicate with that account anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, you don't see them calling them out anymore because well,
1: they, they can't look at them. Yeah. That's the whole reason that account
0: if you know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, no, I'm I'm anxious to see how the next segment goes yeah. with um, our next evictees. And so...
0: And real briefly, I know you wanted to talk about um where the jury is at right now, where the house is before we yeah. touch on this double eviction so
1: i find it really interesting and i feel like sometimes we can forget that we know what we know and the house doesn't know what we know um and i find it very interesting that we see taylor advocates in jasmine and indy and now joseph um i feel like kyle is gonna just to be honest with you i see him voting however the BIPOC in the house votes.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Like he's gonna just like, hey, what whatever y'all say, y'all are in charge. Just I'm just uh, whatever you want. <laughs> and I no, I like, absolutely agree. Yeah. And I feel like Alyssa or or if um say we had which we're not, but say we had <clears throat> um Turner and Taylor on the block, I feel like he would vote for Taylor. Or let's call it the BB word optics. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. I could so see that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Alyssa is going to vote. However, Kyle votes. Um, so, but inside of the big brother house, we have Monty and Turner wanting to make a final three with Taylor. Brittany wants a final two with Taylor. Um, Turner wants a final three with Taylor, And all of these people want to sit next to Taylor finale night because Jasmine hates her, Indy hates her, Alyssa hates her, Kyle's gonna vote how Alyssa votes. Uh, and they don't know, they don't know. And to for because Joseph did cover his tracks so well, and he was playing double agent, all these things came out. Um, I think that some part of them also thinks that Joseph's not going to vote for Taylor, that Joseph was playing Taylor the whole time. Um, So it's interesting to me because Taylor has such a fan group in the jury house. But she I I'm going to say on record right now, I do not see a single outcome where Taylor is not in that final two seat on finale night.
0: I'm running through scenarios. I don't think you're wrong.
1: And I'm I, just like, yeah, I think you're right. And I honestly, yeah, other than Turner, possibly, I don't see Taylor not winning because yeah. Monty is lack of comp wins. It wins is going to come into play. Monty might get some votes from the leftovers potentially but taylor has way too many people rooting for her not just for social game not just for um there's there's they're voting they're yeah they're looking at her social game they're looking at what she's been through and they're also looking at like this cinderella story of being the outcast week 1 and ending up to the end that means a lot to them and They are taking that into consideration. They are thinking about those things. And I just really feel that if she's given the opportunity on finale night to say, like, this is how I was a part of these decisions. This is how I navigated this. I want to be the first Black woman winner of Big Brother. I feel like this current house is going to get behind that. Oh, for sure. And I'm not saying she would only win because we want to have the first female Black winner. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, Taylor has won... One comps, uh, but at the end of the day, her social game, to have that much stacked against you and you are still able to pull out safety the way you have been, the way she has been, there is a true argument here um, for her. (laughs) I feel like Turner has a really good argument or case for winning. Um, Brittany does not, and Monty is kind of really up in the air. Now, if it were Taylor and Monty in final two, I think that's, that'd be the closest vote. I think get. it's going to be the closest vote. Maybe, maybe Turner, maybe. I think only, that's a close second though. I think Only it's, because I, of his competition wins too. That's going to come in. That's going to be the big debate between the two. However, I don't know. I just have a really good feeling. Either way, um, I don't see a world where she is not sitting there. And so second place yeah. is- guaranteed at this point for me
0: and to your point earlier and we will not talk about this too much now but we'll definitely have a chance clearly (laughs) to talk about this in the next two to -hmm. three weeks like wow what a change from how we started this season yeah and being like get taylor out of this house now like and there were a lot of us saying that where it's like we don't want to watch her do this anymore we don't want to and it's not watch her do this we don't want to watch her be like subjected to this level of being ostracized and bullied and demeaned and just sl- like it's 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 disgusting the things that have been said about her in the house. um, I'm just gonna say this is gonna be a very, very complicated situation for cBS upon her leaving the house mm-hmm. a very because not only has she dealt with this, and they knew they were gonna have to deal with this if she wins. Oh my god, this brings it to an entirely different level. An entirely different level because she was able to overcome. Yeah. But then she's also gonna have to hear all the comments she still hasn't heard. Yep. Yep.
1: There's oh I mean, boy. Yeah, I could see us like absolutely seeing her come in second. Um Oh, for sure, for sure. But I don't I don't see her not being their finale night. And for that I'm very thankful. I hope. Um, it's with Monty and I'm gonna, I, sorry, I, agree. I hope it's kind of with Brittany. I don't disagree.
0: I um, see a world
1: where uh, I see a where I know don't at me. But...
0: <laughs> People will they're, 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 they've been so ruthless over this. I know.
1: Yeah. I know. And I get it. We can't stand her. Right. <laughs> But neither can the jury. So why don't we want her next to our girl? And I don't know. But, like, I want this for Taylor. I want it so bad. I want this to be the perfect ending to the start of a shitty story. Um, I think at this point I would really be, eh, fine with a Monty win. But the problem is, is the jury's going to see Monty and Turner as better players. Even though as someone who's watching the feeds, I guess they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep um they're really just shooting shit into the wind and seeing what sticks and i love that phrase (laughs) and i i just it's i don't know i don't know it's
0: well monty definitely at least added a little bit to his resume during the double eviction um so let's get started with talking about that we'll do a quick breakdown so apologies if some of this is like a mini rant but there was so much to talk about mm-hmm. um it's like my catchphrase <laughs> um so hoh started uh with this game called laser focus and the rules were just you're gonna have i think it was seven questions as normal um and you have to watch a laser sequence um for each question after each laser sequence the question will be something about what you just watched so i can't remember any of the questions but it was like which color appeared three times which color didn't appear um which color appeared first you know all those kinds of questions and you had to pick a pick an answer and follow
1: along um we played Um, this live and i fucking dominated you destroyed me i only got
0: three out of seven i
1: got all of them right i
0: got embarrassed Uh, though i will say i had a couple drinks in me that night so <laughs> for <laughs> having three drinks the fact that i was even able, able to keep yep. up with those <laughs> <Very> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> one i'll tell you one was a total ass guess like it was it was just pulled it out of my you ass with turners fair a lot of them you saw him just be like what the fuck yes, and just yes, like yes. put it in and like he got it right and he'd be like huh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I feel like so that was interesting. So Turner ended up uh coming out becoming coming out as the winner, becoming winner <laughs> of that competition. Um and yeah, that was I I w- I don't do well with those kinds of competitions. I love to play along cuz I in my head I'm like Pfft. I'm so great. I'd be so amazing. And then I do it. I'm like
1: that comp. And then like the where's Waldo kind of ones. Like those are love
0: those. Those are
1: like my goat. Like I, I slay.
0: I love those. Um. So then the nominations came up pretty quickly and all it was, it did not take long for us to see that Monty and Turner were pretty adamant about flipping the game and doing what Sarah had predicted um, and go against Michael um so that said the nominations did not initially include michael um and this in part was assuring that there was a part of this where Alyssa had to be assured she was safe she was going on the block against Brittany, and beforehand turner pulled her aside and was like you have to know that you are safe i'm not putting you on the block or n- I- i'm not letting you go home if you go home I will rip everyone a new one. They know that I want you to stay here. We have a plan to get Michael out. Monty comes in and they're like, okay, shit, are we doing this? Oh my God. Um, And then they make the nominations. We move over to the veto competition, which is called amp it up. And this is where Monty becomes victorious. And this was fucking insane. Um, So amp it up. I'll tell you, I called, I not called it, but I mentioned this on the uh, TikTok live. This is a competition taken straight out of Survivor um, where they are hooked on to, they have like a belt hooked onto them and they have a rope hooked onto it. I think I've even seen it, seen it on the challenge too. Um, and they have to weave themselves in and out of poles um, to unwind the rope that they have in order to get across to the other side of the playing field where I think they had to get like a key and put it in, which I always hate that end part. Cause it's like, or you could just have them hit a button. Why does it matter if they have to put a key in? <laughs> like, but anyways, so. Um, it's
1: crazy to me that Michael's belt broke
0: it did but he did get it but then he did get to put it back on he did reconnect it
1: yeah but the timer um, didn't stop didn't need to I'm just saying that how much time did he lose for with that
0: probably two seconds but he he still I don't think had enough rope at that moment to reach the end mm. um I could be wrong on that I'd need to go I, I said I was going to Zabruder film that and I didn't <laughs>
1: um this this competition was designed to get michael out he with his it really was and it would it so much harder for him to get in and out the way that he did it Um, just wasn't
0: designed for monty which is why i was a little surprised when he was the person to pull it i was like okay
1: all right yeah
0: (laughs) no it really was it was set up in a way where it really was meant to
1: well it wasn't one that you would practice pre-bb which we know that michael's been through most of these comps practicing so they're like, in order for us to take out Michael, we're going to need to do one that's not a typical BB call.
0: Which is why they probably took it from Survivor, because they were like, what is a competition that we know works, yep. that we know we can see works, and what is one that we know would hinder him? And that's an easy one, because that is a competition when you're small on Survivor, that you you always have an advantage over the big people, all the big limb people. I mean, I don't think this happened on Kagiyan when... Um, cliff robinson played on it by any means but imagine cliff robinson trying to do that challenge on an individual challenge of yeah. survivor versus somebody like parvati if you know who i'm talking about like totally different body types now i know that's a bit extreme but it's kind of what we're they were kind of looking to i think stir up with this competition um and they succeeded though he did definitely (laughs) he made it interesting (laughs) oh man but at the end of the day Monty did end up winning the veto uh, ended up taking Alyssa off with it as Turner had promised her and in her place Michael did go but now we have to talk about what we didn't get to see and what Michael tells us we missed So when we came back from commercial break after that, right before the veto ceremony, we saw Michael and Turner getting into a little bit of an argument. Um, When asked about what the actual argument was about, and we could hear that it had something to do with, like, LGBTQ, like, uh, you promised this, I didn't think this. Here is, in his interview with uh, Entertainment Jesus, I can't say Entertainment Weekly this day (laughs) here's uh how he broke it down so he said during the commercial break i was talking to turner maybe not my proudest moment but turner was really trying to justify himself and i get the game move i can respect the game move what i have a hard time uh, what i was having a hard time with is last week when i was hoh turner came up to me unprompted on my end and started making me all these promises that he was going to have my back going forward and into next week, which again, that's big brother. That's fine. Um, if you go back on that, but he was trying to use the fact that we are both part of the LGBTQ community. He said he, or he would never take out the only, not, I want to rephrase that sentence. So this is clear. Uh, cause I started with something and I just don't want it to get misconstrued. So he would never take out the only other LGBT, uh, person in the house. And I felt like that was kind of crossing a line and he's referring to breaking that promise. Um, it was going beyond game at that point, And it was just an unnecessary lie. If you had no intention of sticking to that, I don't know even why you would say that, why you brought that into the game. So I was calling him out on it because he didn't mention it in his speech when he put me up. I wasn't going to just sit there and be quiet. I wasn't happy about it. And I was going to let him know that. So that is Michael's side. We haven't had turner's side or literally anybody else's we might get to see a piece of it on the episode for sunday which i know this will come out shortly after but we're we have yet to see it um
1: we talked about michael's exit interviews we're talking about his exit though because it was fucking excited. oh well, that is now, that is the next i want to go <laughs> that on record the by saying that all you little facebook casual bb fan karens out there shut the fuck up shut up because what we've been saying for years is one, it's stupid to hug everybody walking out the door. Those bitches just voted you out. Fuck them. Two, when you stand up next to your best friend on nomination night, you, there's no, there's nothing else to do. It's you and your bestie on the block, and one of you's going home. Standing up and giving a speech saying, I won't campaign against the person next to me. They're my best friend in this house. And I and love you. If whatever you vote for me or them, I love you just the same. Fuck it. You know I'm what? Sorry. You're doing I you them a bus. disservice. Because if you're the target this week and you go out saying they are your bestie, then they're the target the next week. Mm. Also, this is a game. You've known these people for like all of what? Forty days at this point, so go out swinging. That's mm-hmm. your last shot. Throw the, their asses under the bus because only a couple things can happen. One, oh my god, they have their ears. They make a split decision. They oh my god, I changed my mind, and then keep you in that dr. And two, they you are distancing yourself from your bestie, where now your bestie has something to go forward with, somewhere that oh, Michael's not going to vote for this person in the jury. Let's keep this person because Michael's going to the jury really fucking pissed and betrayed by his best friend. So let's keep this person in here because Michael's probably poisoning the jury against her. Like, do it. It doesn't always work, but at least shoot your shot. And he did it. He did all the things that we beg as fans for them to do. How dare anyone try to give him shit for it? Because if it was genuine, it'd be different. I'm sorry, I'm ranting, but if no, he had, you're fine. If he had like said all these nasty things and then walked out the door, all pissed off and like "fuck you guys," and instead of Julie like, "No, no, I would have had their back. This was a dumb move on their part. Then I would have been like a different kind of energy." But the fact that he walked out and he was like, "No, no, they should have for sure got me." out. No, it was the best move. I was, just, yeah, I was just seeing like just trying everything. I was just trying everything. Yep.
0: Like, And he doesn't have to be happy about it when he walks out of the house. He can still be salty about getting voted out. And I think that's what people miss about it. They're like, so if he's doing all this, why isn't he just being like, well, happy face, good game? It's like you don't. It... He still wanted to win. He's God, not for bitter. Fucking
1: bid. God for fucking bid.
0: It's just like people can't understand the complexities of emotions sometimes. And it yeah. kind of drives I mean, me he's nuts. He's not it's bitter.
1: Like, he's not salty. He's, he's
0: just, just upset pointy. that he lost. Like, they're, Exactly. It's just it's a diff there's a huge difference um and by the way the vote was three zero wasn't close um uh and just to note so yeah as we were mentioning before he totally just threw britney under a bus with his speech um was like she's made a final turner a final turner Uh, Freudian slip there <laughs> made a final two with Turner made a final two with Taylor made a final three with Alyssa and then I'll just read a quick little part of it um, he uh, I play my game with uh, my cards close to my chest because I stick my neck out for people um, and he's basically out here talking about like you can't and he's talking specifically to Alyssa and Taylor being like do not make this move for uh for Turner and Monty this is going on their resume not yours and so then he goes it can be three on one this week and we can take this thing to the end please take this opportunity to make a move for yourselves and not give them something to put on their resume for them winning comps because they're going to take me out as a comp threat they see you as a jury threat and you as a jury threat talking to them um and he says you are the next two to go then they will take Brittany please keep me in this game you need me I will come after them.'" And they just, just didn't. And, you know, I mean, I think there is debate about whether it's smart for certain people's games. Because, like, I mean, only one person can win. So at the end of the day, even if it's down to Alyssa and Taylor, only one of them made the smart choice for their game because it's the reason that they either won or lost. If they don't both lose, you know, and I don't mean that they will, but um, we don't know how that's going to go. So um I thought that and I also love that he uh did the whole thing where he's like I have something to say and then just stormed out because I remember when we were alive for this, right? Um a few people were behind and he was like, I have something to say and I looked at the camera
1: and I was like, wait, 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 he's gonna say something. Yeah, and he then said, he just no one get up. <laughs> no one get up. I have something to say. And then he ran.
0: <laughs> it was so good. Uh, genuinely among the top. Exits in Big Brother history. So the episode, the double eviction was one of the best in Big Brother history. His exit was one of the best in Big Brother history. It was just so bittersweet as a Big Brother fan because it's a lot of us rooting for him, wanting him to really hit that record, win this game and really like kind of be that person it was still fun to watch. It just hurt. Cause like, I didn't want to watch him go, but it's like, these are the things you want to see happen on a double eviction, the clown shoes, you know, like I've been talking about clown shoe. And if we really want to talk about it, his belt was his clown shoe. So every belt clown shoe, you know, it's just, it was, it was tough, but I'll tell you, I know it sounds horrible, but I enjoyed it. But you know, at the end of the day, it's just it's difficult so it was bittersweet but um he went out yep he went out with a bang um and in his interview with uh entertainment weekly again with dalton ross um he talked about whether or not he regretted um going after britney the way he did at the end and he says he doesn't um and it kind of goes to what sarah said earlier about uh like kind of understanding um why you would want to say those kinds of comments to somebody exiting a game right So, um he said i I love britney to death i don't regret it uh i was the one i was on the block and i knew i was probably going home and i would have regretted it forever if i didn't try and do everything to get out of the house Uh, to stay in the house rather excuse me um all of the information i shared in the living room um people have been talking about for the past couple of days it wasn't like i exposed any new information or things that people were unaware of i was just trying to save myself in the moment and as a big brother super fan i hope she can also understand um if she had tried to blow up my game to save herself i would have understood and I hope that she can understand the same for me. But I definitely feel bad about it, but I don't regret it. And I think that's really an interesting thing to make sure that people understand is there's a difference. Like, he feels bad about how this went down and how he went out of the house. Doesn't regret it, though. Kind of goes to what you said earlier. So I thought that comment was interesting. Um, and then we have a little bit on what I think is important to touch upon because we talked about Kyle's, um, reception at the jury house, um, and how they talked about the timing of Michael and Brittany's comments that got talked about in multiple different interviews, but I think the most, the one that I liked the most was, um, with his interview from, uh, with parade and Mike Bloom, sorry, <laughs> it was like running out of air. Um, so, Talking about it, he said, looking back at the situation, I completely understand why people were skeptical of my timing for revealing this information. In this game, no matter what information you're bringing forward, people are going to look at it as if you're using it as an opportunity to get ahead in the game. So I can't fault anyone for being skeptical and asking questions and getting getting pushback. Ultimately, at the time, with the information that I had, I felt like it was the right time to say something. I knew I would regret it if I just didn't say something at all. And no matter when I said something, it was always going to be able to be spun that I was using it to get ahead in the game. So, looking at how everyone reacted and how they wish it had been handled, I wish I had spoken up sooner. And I want to highlight, and I'm stopping the quote right there, I want to highlight that part. He literally says word for word, I wish I had spoken up sooner. Right. re-entering the quote saying, uh, ultimately, I don't regret speaking up, but I wish maybe I had gone about it a little bit differently. I think I cannot highlight the end of that quote enough. That's mm-hmm. the full quote. He does have regrets about how he went about it, but he doesn't regret at the end of the day talking about it. Right. So. Like I
1: said, I've been saying this whole time like I feel, oh my gosh, my thing just went okay. Um, I, <laughs> you loud. I, I know, that was weird. It's never been like this before. You're so
0: screaming!
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I've been saying this whole time I don't feel like anything Michael did with that information was malicious. I but I heard his camera talks. I heard his talks with Brittany and I really do feel like They were never sure when to say it. They were Mm -hmm. never sure when to bring it up or how to bring it up. And I just knew. I don't know. I just knew that no matter this was unless he ran out of the room with Kyle. very, And then even then, even then it could have been like, dude, you just ruined someone's life. And that's not legit. Not at all what he meant, because Kyle never flat out said it at first. You know what I mean? so i mean the words all white alliance never did come out of his mouth and
0: that's something that like we do have to remember is they were working and and it does go to like there are biases that we all need to work on especially uh, raising my hand as a white person like we've had we've been i've been confronted with certain biases throughout this process you know and it's important to take them and be like yeah thank you so much for like like showing me where i can grow and learn because this is something i didn't see in this way or that way beforehand but because it wasn't my perspective and it's it's never like like he you met just like you just mentioned it wasn't malicious the whole like him withholding the information it not to say that it was handled the exact way that everybody would have liked or the right way necessarily but like I think he did it the best that he felt he could and I think Mm -hmm. as long as he's it I mean just from this answer it sounds like he's still open to uh, talking about the timing or not, maybe not talking about it, but understanding like why the timing wasn't necessarily as good as it could have been. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I just don't think it's anything to harp on him for, because it seems like he's not even just acknowledging it. Like he's like, yeah, that's where I can grow. It's like, you what know? what more do you want from him at that point? So um, that'll be an interesting person to see more stuff once they get out of the house. But that was, one of the tamer exit interviews exit interviews that we have had but now mm-hmm. we are entering week 10 without michael and we so there's been some drama this week already we will briefly touch upon it but we will talk about it more on next week's episode right but so if you don't want any spoilers for this week this is your time to stop uh right where you are cuz we are going to talk about some crazy week 10 stuff
1: and this um, is as of sunday september 11th at 5:45 p.m. central, central time. time. Yes, this is very
0: shortly before the this is being recorded like within 2 hours of uh the Big Brother episode airing. So, uh Sunday's episode rather. So, uh with that, we have Monty as HOH um and sounds like at least from what we know right now that Britney almost won. That this was somewhat close um it was like late a, it competition, was like this I mean early but...
1: search in the dark one right
0: that's what I heard it was something to that degree um I don't know if the competition was exactly the same but it just it does sound like it was that competition um nominations were pretty simple Alyssa and Brittany uh Brittany is the target um that didn't last very long (laughs) um we're gonna have some veto drama to talk about uh on the next episode and that is because monty was not allowed to compete now i'm gonna tell you i screwed up when i first saw this in the morning because i was like what do you mean um and i know what comp it was so this competition was very obviously The competition where they have the timer go off in the morning, it's almost always at 5 a.m. if I remember correctly. And it's like
1: But they haven't done this in like yeah. 20 years, right? A long time. I mean, was Big Brother Seven the last time they did it? That's all I've seen, and that's what pisses me off about this. It this is not Yeah. This is not something that anyone had a any precursor to. Not to mention, you kept them up super late the night before with the comps. Mm-hmm. And didn't give him any kind of heads up. And this was like a whole 24 hours earlier than we normally get a veto comp. Yep. 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 Oh, it threw so. like, me off. And
0: I had heard about a possible early morning comp, but I was thinking they were going to push it to the next day to do an early morning
1: comp. And it's just like, fine, do this. But why doing this at final five when literally every comp matters? And that's, that is the part that I've already seen people get really upset about.
0: So here's what we do and don't know. <laughs> We know that it was a timer comp. We know that at some point they were were told that alarm went off and they were, they were like told, I think it was two minutes that they had um, rather than the one minute that they had for big brother, all stars when we, I believe that was the last time this ran. Um, The rumor. And from what we've heard Monty even say is that he tried to put in his contacts and go pee. And he was just like 10 seconds late outside as a result. Um,
1: but even in BB-7, the timer went off like their end of their minute or whatever, and there were still people crossing the threshold of the backyard as the timer went off, and they still let them compete.
0: It's just it's just kind of why I'm like a little frustrated, a little skeptical. Now, I'll say I thought what happened <laughs> was that like Monty was pooping and stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> I thought before i got any it cosmetics. off monty pinch it off i literally thought that was so when i commented so i talked i commented on your tiktok when i woke up pissed as fuck i was like this is unfair big brother should be ashamed and i don't if i necessarily still disagree but i deleted it because i was like oh whoa this i thought he was like caught pooping (laughs) like i swear i i didn't think it was like he had to take a piss and then wanted to put his contacts in but i would say that like uh giving them some time to put in contacts and stuff like i know maybe taking a piss isn't the most important thing but like (laughs) Give them some time to do that, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. So we are going to see how that plays out, though, on Wednesday's episode. So we won't have any inkling of how that goes until next week. But we will break all of that down for you on next week's episode of Wicked Unscripted. But for now, this wraps up this week's episode. So tune in next week. We will talk about week 10. It's going to be insane. <laughs> and um, there's going to be a lot of discussion as we move forward about Tons of combinations for the finals. So I think moving forward, be prepared to hear us talk a lot about that because um, we'll be moving into the final four and it's kind of crazy. Final four, the final three and finale is on September 25th for anybody who has forgotten. So it's coming up. Just killing myself on my desk, but uh, it's run. It's coming up pretty fast Um, this year, this year. This uh, season has felt like both a year and a day at the same time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can't. So with that, the episode has come to a close. If you would like to ask a question to the show or even join as an analyst, please email the podcast at wickedunscriptedpodpod at gmail.com. That is wickedunscriptedpodpod at gmail.com for more. We are always looking for fresh and diverse voices to join the conversation. And with that, we will see you next time. Bye.